Today, I'm pleased to welcome to the program Randy Burke, the CEO of DCS Global. Randy, I hope things are good for you. Yeah, Jeff, it's it's uh, starting out well 2023. Thank you. Good to hear. Our topic today, we're going to get into something important, would be about audits. Now, when some mm-hmm. people hear uh, the word audit, I think they might panic a bit and not want to talk about it, but that's not the type of audit we're going to talk about. So my first question, Randy, to you is, uh, what type of audits do you want to talk about today? Really kind of three. There's the visual audit, you know, the, the, what you see as terms of visual cleaning quality, hygiene audits, um, and checking, uh, you know, touch point sanitization, and then green cleaning audits. Those are kind of the, the big three that we're really involved in. Okay. So uh, tell us how they work and the value to both service providers and clients and maybe talk about how often they they should be done sure yeah sounds good so visual audits i mean they happen of course all the time and you know what do you see versus the quality expectations Um, it's always good to use a software um, that actually captures imagery there's a bunch on the on the market it's quick it's easy Um, and uh, and yeah you need somebody who reads the specification understands you know, what the expectation is, actually should uh, interview the building manager first, you know, like what are the pinch points or, um, and sometimes you get a, you can even interview users, tenants or something like that. So get your groundwork done. um, And then, yeah, do a random sample, you know, about 20% of the building and, you know, really uh, look for um, issues and grade it against two standards really, uh, typically, you can use the APA standard, which is used by BOMA, by BEST and BOMA and a few others. Or ISSA has got a great standard, which we often use also. So from a visual cleaning point of view, that's kind of it. And and okay. um, and then the hygiene audits, we're using ATP technology, very reliable. Uh, typically, it's common area only. So touch points. Uh, we'll do, again, probably... 30% of the touch points in, in the common area that people are, that's where the high risk is. And, um, and yeah, so we'll just, we'll test the areas. Our program really um, works on uh, towards a building certification. So mm. we'll do three audits as a verification that they've in fact passed the standard and the standard that uh, we've got in our clean and safe program and which ISSA has worked with us is 300 a score of 300 on the hygienist system or less, 70% of those readings should be less than 300. So everybody fails the first audit. audit. It's just <laughs> the way it is. Really? You know, no. Yeah, well, you know, it's interesting. You know, who really cleans the bottom of a doorknob properly and, um, and, and all these crevices where people's hands touch. So we know that. We, we set, you know, we show up. It's unannounced. We do the first audit. Um, we prepare the... The, the building management that very likely they're not going to pass the standard, but immediately we share the results with the service provider and the, of course the, the building management, and we give them a copy of the, uh, of the inspection. And then we go back and we actually bring the building supervisor with us at that point. And it's amazing how quickly um, they see it. They understand what we're talking about. We give them some of the tricks of the trade, you know, really soaking soaking the service and leaving it on there, using the right um, chemicals and such. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, after three, typically they're verified on the third audit. 
And then we look at a certification program for two or three years and we go back every six months. So that's kind of the hygiene audit. Um, the green cleaning audit, you know, required by BOMA Best, BOMA 360, LEED, all those things, um, or um, what's called a, um, uh, a LEED audit. And so there's a, um, a requirement for a certain number of room types uh, have to be, if there's less than five, you've got to inspect all room types. If there's more than five, you have to inspect 10% of those rooms. There's a bunch of rules around that, um, um, a lead performance audit. Um, and then, yeah, generally it's a visual cleaning audit at that point, but the room inventory is really important. And uh, and then, yeah, they've got to hit a, 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 a an APA score of 2.0 or better in order to be, to hit the um, the requirement. So those are the three types and generally how it works. Okay. I think you've already covered what you do with the audits. Well, it kind of, yeah. You know, it's interesting because we, we really try and be collaborative. Cleaning okay. is very subjective. And part of what we end up doing is when we're doing the audits is really observe any of the, um, what I would call obstacles to the cleaners. It could be access. It could be crazy density. It could be poor specifications. There's all sorts of stuff that can make an audit come out poorly. So again, part of what we do as we go forward, as we actually do the audit is look for those obstacles. And where's the miscommunication if there is any? Um, because often that's, that's, that can be um, result in mis misunderstandings or poor scores. Yeah. So if an audit goes south, I guess we could say, uh, what do you do with yeah. that? You know, really, it starts with operational advice first. Mm -hmm. And we go straight to this. Well, first, sometimes we have to cool down the building manager because, again, if they've been getting complaints and all that, then they've got an attitude, so to speak, mm -hmm. uh, and maybe rightly so. So we, we try and understand it from their point of view. Uh, and we go straight to the service provider, show them the results and get an get an understanding from their point of view what obstacles there are. And you know what? It could be a lot of things. Literally, the contract's underpriced. And, you know, it hasn't been renegotiated. They don't have enough labor. They could be in a really high um, turnover market. And so they're having training issues and turnover issues. So we try and get to the root of the problem um, and, and advise everybody on, on, you know, trying to fix the issues. Um, because, yeah, they're multi-headed and they're there. Okay. I guess my final question, thank you for all this information. It sounds like quite the process and very detailed. Many organizations, substantial ones especially, have an overall quality control program. So they might feel they're good, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. How do audits fit into sure. that? Yeah. You know, really it fits into four separate areas. One is somebody's got to look at daily and they do, the, you know, the common area, and you know, the high impact, the elevators or whatever. So that's that's kind of a building supervisor's job. It's not really an audit, but it's it's an inspection um, and follow up on any complaints. But really, there should be a monthly formal inspection done of the building that is forwarded to the building manager um, so that, you know, you can keep on top of things and they know that you're doing your job, you know, whoever in-house or or service provider. But then what we recommend is quarterly, what we call a joint customer review session on a larger building. And that's where you sit down and it's like, 
okay, what's happened in the past quarter? You know, not just audits, but cleaning, you know, complaints, staff turnover, whatever, um, you know, equipment, all sorts of things. What's happened in the last quarter? And then, you know, they look at the inspections. Where are we now? Mm. Um, and what's coming up in the next quarter? So that joint customer review session, I think, is really a balancing act. And a, we actually call it sometimes flushing the toilet, because if there's anything in the back that people are holding in their head, you know, like, they, uh, oh, I remember I had this issue. It's got to come up in this joint customer session, which is really quality control. And then from there, I think, you know, you end up getting on the same page with the with the building manager. And finally, third party audits. I mean, you know, uh, subject matter experts can come in and add a lot of value at very low cost. Okay. Well, thank you for the details. Uh, not so scary, but no. important. Well, they're real. They're everywhere and they're necessary. All right. Thank you, Randy. Jeff, always good.